Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode is brought to you by the Mary Bonnie Online Studio. And did you know that you can get your first seven days completely free? There is no risk to join and you can cancel any time. So if you've been thinking about joining Mary Bonnie, if you want unlimited yoga, Pilates, meditation classes, anywhere, anytime, on demand, from the comfort of wherever you are, Mary Bonnie is for you, right, Emmy? Uh-huh. And, I mean, the best thing is that try it out. See what all the magic is about. Mm. See if it's for you. We know we're not for everyone. <laughs> but but if you're tuning into this podcast, we have an inkling you might like it. Yeah, I guess the magic with Mary Bonnie is that it is totally different from any other fitness program out there. It is movement driven by self-respect, self-acceptance, and above all else, joy. So let go of that punishment, let go of that slogging away at the gym. Mary Body is totally different and we can't wait for you to feel the difference. Come and join us over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash Mary Body. All right, let's get into today's episode. This is episode 272 on the Get Mary podcast. Welcome. <laughs> We've had the most amazing week. We dropped our mum and dad off at the airport and then we kept on going down to Byron Bay. Oh, my gosh. Byron Bay is a beautiful place. <laughs> it really is. I, I mean, like, we live so close. We So we live here on the Gold Coast, and Byron Bay is about an hour drive mm-hmm. down south. I mean, it's a place where everyone goes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, people from all over the world come to Byron Bay. It's very famous. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, it's so – it's crazy, really. There's such diversity – in everything. Yeah. Like from people to well really it's a very uh it's it's a small town, mm-hmm. really. It's a small coastal town just filled with like really nice shops. <laughs> I know. It's like yeah, you have your coastal kind of ruggedness where you can find it in, you know, the cliffs and the the land where you just like it feels nature. Un- yeah, yeah, it feels very untouched. But then you walk just a little bit, like a kilometer or so, and you're surrounded by luxury. Uh <laughs> really, really expensive stores. Very, very expensive shops. Um it was really fun. And I think And we did go shopping. We did. I didn't buy anything. Well, I did. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed. I was ready to you know when you're like ready to spend? Like <laughs> I want to buy something. Like, I never go shopping and now I'm going shopping. Like, (laughs) bloody hell, I hope I find something. And then I just didn't. I mean, I kind of did, but then I was like, I'm going to buy this online. (laughs) Funny. (laughs) Got to think about them all. Yeah, exactly. So we had heaps of fun and I guess this brings us to the first kind of topic that we want to talk about today, which is all about stepping out of your usual bubble and into a normal, another bubble. Yeah. Uh, And that's what... Byron Bay was for us because, you know, we left our normal work routine, our normal life routine, I guess, and went into this other little bubble. And I think, like, I wrote about it on social media and I meant it, like, as in it's like sometimes when we work, 
it's like we create this own little world and mm. we all do that, right? Like at our home, we have our own little world that we kind of can escape the big scary world for mm. a little while. Then you switch on the news or then you switch on your awareness to the external world and you're like, oh my gosh, like this world is crazy. Mm-hmm. And here I am like happy and merry in my little bubble. So that's kind of what I meant by it. Yeah. But also it's like, it's like you can create a different kind of a world wherever you go and it's important to do that. Yeah, I think it's interesting like when you like step out of the usual routine, like it feels really refreshing and even if like your life, like our lives are amazing, like we get to do work that we love. I think that is an amazing thing but you get really used to it Mm. and suddenly it's your normal and you forget. That you know, eight years ago we quit our government jobs, and we would we used to work in desk jobs, and we used to hate our jobs. Like you forget about that, and it yeah, it just becomes normal. And when you step out of the routine and you go to a new place, or you, uh, even just for an hour, like it doesn't even yeah. need to be for a long time. You could go and do a hike that you've never done before, or you could go to to a, just a new place that you've never been before, and suddenly. You, you feel this refresh, this refreshing feeling and you have more space for like new ideas to flow on in. And I think that was really what it was. And actually what it was for us is because we get so used to working all the time on doing the day-to-day business stuff, like there's so much day-to-day business stuff, we never really stopped to kind of forward plan, like to look forward and like what do we even want to create? What do we want to do in the next year? Mm. And that's what it was for us, Mm. like a planning session. Like we were able to finally stop with the day-to-day to-do list and make space to ask ourselves again, what do we want to do here? Yeah, and I think like anyone can relate to that if you have your own business or your own side hustle maybe, Uh, you get really – stuck in the admin and the, into the day-to-day stuff because you need to do it. Like that work needs to get done so you forget to take that bird's-eye perspective and think, hey, like what do I actually want to create with this mm. thing? Like or I'm putting all my energy into this thing. Like where am I even going with it? I'm, yeah. just, I'm just running this day-to-day thing and getting stressed out, about, just stressed out about this stuff potentially. And you kind of forget to have fun too. Mm. And I think that's what I've seen – us do in our business it's like we get so into the routine of it that it's like wait a minute like why what did we like what do we want to do like what was the fun thing when we first began like really what we love doing is like thinking of the ideas Mm. like this is a curse like the potential (laughs) it's a curse and a gift but and you know like most people who do do their own thing like love thinking of new ideas and love jumping to the next idea Mm -hmm. But something we learned, you know, a year and a half ago, nearly two years ago, was that actually we need to focus and, like, stay at this point and that's where we are and that's where we've been and it's worked to our favour and now it's kind of, like, next step. Yeah, so I guess it's, like, how can you bring that focus in? Because what you focus on grows. Like, obviously, if you just, like, kept coming up with new ideas every day, like, nothing would happen. Yeah. You need time and consistency to build something. So – for us and for you perhaps at home, it's like how can we bring in that uh, those little spaces of excitement, those little spaces where we can come up with the new ideas. And, like, that's we even had that idea. Like we wanted to, you know, every week start doing something 
like implementing something similar to this little trip away in Byron Bay, even if it was for half a day, where we could just stop doing the to-do list mm. and just like, what are we working on? What new ideas do we have? Let's write them all down so we don't forget about yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. And it's really, really powerful. And I think it brings back the fun. Yeah. For us. Anyway, that yeah. might not be fun for you. Come up with your ideas. Maybe that you hate. Maybe that. you hate ideas. Uh, but yeah, no. you hate ideas. <laughs> I'm pretty sure no one hates ideas. Ideas are magical things. Uh, but it was really fun, and um, I'm already excited to do it again. Yeah, we're like, yes, we're gonna do this every every six months at least. Definitely every six months. Yeah. And you know another way where I think you can bring in these these fresh feelings and kind of going into another bubble is reading someone's book. Yes. Like going into someone else's bubble by learning more about their life and reading about them. And specifically the book that we're reading, I mean, you finish it, but I'm still reading it at the moment. You do really get taken into the author's life. Like you feel like you're watching it. Well, I think that's a sign of a good book. Mm. I think Many books do that where you feel like you're watching a movie almost or, yeah, you're watching their Mm. lives or you're watching the story if it's a fiction book. Or maybe you're even the lead character. Yeah, it's so cool. I mean, City of Girls, that springs to mind because I read it recently too. Like I was in New York. Like for that month I was Mm. in New York. Uh, But, yes, we're reading Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. And what a book. Like what an interesting book. Like, you know, you see these actors on the movies And, uh, you know, you meet that character, right? So you don't really know the actor. You can kind of like you might flick on an interview and see it every now and again. You might Mm -hmm. scroll past something on social media. But I'm not one to like investigate actors and famous people. Like not not into that. Like I I don't – I'm not a fangirl. Mm -hmm. But we listened to the podcast on Tim Ferriss and I was like, huh, this sounds really interesting. Yeah. And really, it's like a book on life, spirituality, mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess because he's had so much success, like, and we read these stories to be inspired, mm. to learn, to, to like, just get insight into what he has done mm-hmm. or what he has thought or the mindset shifts that he has made mm-hmm. to create this great success in his life. Yeah, and, I mean, it's totally linked to what we're talking about before because in the book he talks about, like, how sometimes he just needs to get away from his world. Yeah. Like he needs to, like, especially I'm, I just finished a part where it was about the beginning of his fame and it was just like a lot. Like it was oh, like one oh, day yeah. he walked to get a sandwich, no one knew him. The next day he walked to get a sandwich, everyone, everyone yeah. knew him. Yeah. And it was like <laughs> this realisation. Literally he wrote it like, oh, my God, I'm famous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was his realisation. He needed to get away from it and go back to just being with himself and figure out, like, who am I again, like, without yeah. all this fame? Like, and he kind of stripped himself bare, like, literally. Yeah. Went to the Amazon, did all that, um, and kind of reconnected to himself. So I think, again, that was kind of what we did as well for two days in Byron Bay. You know, we reconnected to what is what is it that we want to do with this one magical life? Yeah, it's definitely uh, like that. That would be such a weird experience. I just mm. like had an idea. But, you know, in his book, 
I really think he skims over some details. Do you find that? Yeah. Yeah, like, he'll, like, go into, like, half stories. Like, even in the Amazon, it's, like, more happened there. Yeah. I want to know more. Like, especially in the Amazon when he's, like, in his tent and he was talking about, like, stripping bear, blah, 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 and then he purged. I know. did you forget the part where you did ayahuasca? I know, I know. Like, is that what happened I know. Because you talked about purging and you didn't really go into detail, so now I'm just confused. I'm like, why are you vomiting? I'm pretty sure you did drugs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it was, like, you. I feel like... As soon as you question, as, but see, then I begin to question stuff like that, yeah. and I'm like, oh, he becomes less of a trusted. Yes, me too. Another thing I noticed because in the podcast, with Tim, yeah, he questioned, oh, who was the author of this quote? The road less traveled oh. it was Robert Frost. You wrote it in your book that it was Robert Frost. Surely you remember the author of the quote. Yeah, interesting. Guys, interesting. <laughs> but it like, really... We're not, okay, we're not knocking Matthew McConaughey, but now we're just questioning it, okay? But Which also, is a very important thing. Well, I think as well, like, here's another... God, this podcast is just going on all the topics. Okay, so he's, like, an epic celebrity. So he has instant credibility. Yeah. Like, instantly, I was like, yeah, I want to buy that book. Yeah. Like, that's the power of celebrity. I that's know. the power of ultra-famous. Because he's not just famous. He's, like, ultra-famous. Yeah. Like, everyone has seen a movie with him in it. But I wouldn't have wanted to read it if I just saw it on a bookshelf. Yeah, true. I needed to listen to the podcast. Yeah, and he did he talk not, about it. He wasn't someone who I was like, oh, my God, Matthew McConaughey. No, like, I them. love him. No, like I would have thought like, mm, yeah, he was the guy in like Hell is a Guy in 10 Days. And like then some other movies. Yeah. Uh, no, that's so true. But what uh, we did really want to talk about was how he mentions The Road Less Travelled. Yeah. And, you know, that is such a cliche, right? Like, mm-hmm. take the road less traveled. Like, t- like Joseph Campbell, don't yeah. walk someone else's path. Take like your own path into the forest at a different point. Yeah, that was kind of the idea. When you think about that, I think of crazy path. Like it's covered in thorns, and you have to like you know cut them all down. And there's dragons, and there's this, and everything's coming at you. And it's kind of like a, a not really a path. Like you're forging a path. Like that's how I think thought of it. But he, like, in the book, it really made me kind of realise, oh, there's actually a different way of looking at it as well. Yeah, well, I guess, really, I'm not going to use the analogy of the forest. I'm just going to say, in our minds, we might think we have to invent this whole new path, invent a new life. But really, we just have to do have to do the things that are a step outside our comfort mm. zone, which could be a really normal thing for you. Mm-hmm. So that might be... You have to go networking. You have to go to parties. Like you, like you do things that other people might find so comfortably to do. And you know, on paper, it doesn't look like a path less travelled. But for you personally, it's a it path is. less travelled. Yeah. So I think it it made me rethink. Oh, the path isn't about what everyone else is doing. The path is about what you're doing. Yeah, and maybe what you're what not. You're not doing. doing. So like, we can all. Like, take some time, go inwards. What do you know that you need to do that you're not doing? Because mm. mm-hmm. that's the path, that's the yeah. road less travelled for you. Like, just because the this road is not travelled by anyone doesn't mean you have to go down that one. Yeah. Which I think that's a little bit more, that's, that's more overwhelming when you think of it like that. I have to forge my entire own path. I cannot do anything anyone else has ever done. Like, that's just, like, kind of impossible. But do you actually think about it like that? Because I've never thought about it No, like I thought about it, like, more so with, for example, we use, we've said before, 
if you feel like you're traveling on someone else's path, you're not on the right path. Yeah. So, like, it's, it is re-questioning that because if you are traveling on, like, a similar path to someone else, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, right. of course. Well, I think as well it really depends on if you're connected to a purpose as well, like if you know what you want to create. Mm. So you know you want to get somewhere, there's no map for that. Like you have to figure out the map. Mm. Whereas if you are unsure of what to do, if you're kind of like just going through the motions of life and life might be grand, life might be amazing, but you don't really have this like vision or purpose, Mm. then it might be oh, yeah, like I'm just going to do this because this is where I've ended up. And that's when you can kind of like dig a little bit deeper and not necessarily be like, hey, I need to uh, to find this path and forge it. It's like I need to just go have fun and, and, and look for things that bring enjoyment and excitement to my life and mm. that might then the, the new path might appear. Yeah, and really when you – even when you do maybe take a similar step that someone else has taken, your path, your journey still doesn't look exactly the same. No, none. So it always is a new path. You always are forging a new path. Yes. Like even when, for example, with our business, we were told get an email list, start collecting emails. If I listened to, oh, I can't follow someone else's path, yeah, I would have never done that. But that's a really important step in a business to collect the email addresses. But that's like that's about. like really specific. Yeah, isn't but it? I'm just it's trying like- to be like it's. Sometimes I think we can take these little nuggets of wisdom in inverted commas and take them too literally. Yeah, and it actually then stops you. Yeah, from t- doing anything. Yeah, that's very true. And that's why we always say, and I don't even remember who originally said it, but question everything. Question everything and also, like, take action, isn't mm. it? It's like don't don't, don't not stand still. Yeah, like don't not take action because everyone is telling you to take action. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, no, they're telling me to do it. I'm going to stop. <laughs> and I said before, don't stand still, but also stand still. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It, it really – like, I wonder if there's – there's people in this world who don't ever think about life. They just do life, right? Mm-hmm. Aren't they lucky? Like <laughs> ignorance is bliss, right? But maybe it's not even ignorance. Maybe it's perfectly present. Yeah. But I think presence you know, is bliss. Yeah. And also though introspection is important. Mm. I think that's where we can that's where we connect to ourselves. That's where we learn about ourselves and and I guess we can take a moment to be like, hey, like, what am I doing with my mm. life? Is this where I want to go with this one precious life that I have? Yeah, I think it's pretty common, I think. I would have to – I would need to ask a few more people. But I'm guessing as you grow and you get older, mm. you begin to learn more about yourself and the world around you. Yeah. And so, in t- like, this is why we have, like – Old and wise, right? Yeah. Like, oh, old and wise because the experience the experience teaches you the lessons. You actually don't need to – you could just read no books and do, like, no kind of podcast listening and simply just go and live your life and you would probably learn all of these lessons. Well, I think, you know, people, you think about, like, um, Eckhart Tolle. Mm. 
Like yeah, he sat on the bench. He sat on a bench and observed life for however long. Yeah. Like that is a good example. And then he wrote the book so we could all yeah. learn about it. I actually, <laughs> I re- really, the 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 gurus and the the wisest people, like that's what they do. Yeah. learn from they observe. They live. They live. They live their lives. They're not like researchers and, you know, I'm going to research this and this yeah, and this. Yeah. No, they come up with their own philosophy of life. And, and yeah. I mean, I think that's one thing where I often can think about my life and it's like, am I experiencing enough? Mm. Because really, like, I'm not going out and experiencing that many new things. Mm. That's one thing that I'm like, I have time to do that. Yeah. Like, why do I not do that? Yeah. And it's like I feel like probably all of you are nod- nodding along because we get stuck in the routine, like we're going full circle now. You uh-huh. get in the routine of life and then you realise, hey, there's this whole other millions of different mm. paths and worlds out there in mm. this big world. Mm. Like why don't I go and try some new things every now and again? Well, right now we are kind of confined true, to our countries pattern. and to our states at the moment even, some it's of us. It's very true. To but our, to our homes for some of us. Yeah, but in saying that, there's nothing, like there's no reason why we can't experience something different from the confinement of our Yes, exactly. And like who says the experience needs to be big and like, yeah. you know, like this out there experience. Okay, it could be reading a new book. A list? I feel like this is a good idea. Me yeah. too. I mean, let's come up with a list right now of new experiences, of ways to experience life itself. Mm. How can we have new experiences when we are so kind of boxed in with all of these parameters right now with COVID? Yeah, well, I think, like, I'm looking at guitars right now. (laughs) Something to do with music, obviously. Like, music is a journey, and whether that's playing an instrument, learning an instrument. Listening to a new band. Listening to a new band a new style of music uh sound healing mm. oh well we're going to a sound yeah healing we are in 30 minutes uh I, anything with music it's so powerful and it connects to you on that cellular mm. level like mm. i don't like frequency frequency yeah and well frequency literally changes your energy like this is why yeah. um your body's energy yes yeah. so this is why sound healing is like so powerful because the notes that they use are tuned to the energies of your body. Well, and they know it. It's amazing. I mean, that's what Einstein said the future of healing mm. is, like mm-hmm. frequency music. Cool. Um, yeah, I think reading as yeah. well, new literature. I, I feel like sometimes our generation and probably many generations like skipped all the great literature. Mm. Like we didn't read the great books of the world unless we were – like told to like yeah, here yeah. this is the book to read but i think some people are lucky and if you have parents that are really into books and they mm-hmm. give you these you know these great reads of the of of our lifetimes like i think that's a great idea to go and and get all the old books that you want to read sometimes they're really difficult to read oh yeah you have to pick and choose like which because ones suit you i tried to read like charles dickens when i was younger <laughs> and i didn't understand the english like, because they use, like, different English. Yeah, well, that's like when you're trying to read Shakespeare. You, you have no, to I totally study understand it. that. <laughs> <laughs> the sonnets, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, the love, the love, the love. <laughs> the drama. Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, I guess read books that you want to read. Too. Yeah. So it's you don't have to read all the great ones. Yeah. You know, there's other more recent norm uh English that More. is also suited yeah. to our time. Yes. I like this. Okay, what else? I guess if you can, like meeting new people like that you don't normally surround yourself with, yeah. if it's possible right now. But even if you can do it, I guess, somehow via webinar or yeah. podcast, like whatever it might be, like there's definitely a lot of things happening online where people are trying to connect with you. Yeah. Well, I think even... It's like we started following this this chasing pain person. Stop chasing Stop pain. Stop chasing pain. And it's all about the body and the lymphatic system. I'm so excited to I know, learn about like, it. It's fascinating. And then you realise, hey, look at all these other people who are mm. fascinated by this. Mm. It's a whole little community by this guy on Instagram. Yeah. And that kind of made me realise, hey, like we have that. Yeah. Which is cool. You connect people who would never have met before. Mm. Even if it's just online, it's a magical thing. Mm-hmm. But I know for us, events have been so massive in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, probably in a way, like, we miss that. Like, yeah. going to conferences, totally. like, catching up with those business colleagues, friends, great friends. Yeah. It's like we do miss that. Yeah, yeah. And it was, you know, an exciting thing to look forward to mm-hmm. and to and get. to work toward. Yeah. I think. It's important to look forward to something, isn't it? Mm. And, like, have something in mind Mm -hmm. of where you're going. Yeah, I totally think that is very true. Other things, I guess, like walking, but walking a different way, I think, is a good thing. Yeah. You know, sometimes we walk the same path every day, which can be really good. We have a path that we walk, and it's really good for when you're listening to podcasts. Yeah. Because you just know the way and you're just going to kind of tune out and look at the world. And it's a beautiful walk. It's right on the beach, like as if you want any other walk. But in saying that, when you walk a new path, then your senses are looking and taking it all in and you might experience something different. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I mean, yeah, I love walking. Mm. It's amazing. Walking is very good. Uh, actually, we went on a, that beautiful walk. We've been on it before, but the Lighthouse Walk in Byron Bay, if you are ever there, make sure you do that walk. Even though I've done it before, it was just so much fun. And six kilometres went like that. Yeah, <laughs> was, I think it was even more, I wasn't was it? Like, how did we? Yeah, it was because I checked the, yeah. it was six kilometres and we hadn't even finished. I just couldn't believe that we walked that far and it felt like a moment. Yeah. I definitely love this idea and this, this you know, it's kind of like a bucket list but, like, mm. knowing that they don't have to be extreme bucket list mm-hmm. items. And they never have to be extreme bucket list items, do they? They don't have to be sky go skydiving. Mm. It's just, like, how can we experience life more rather than feel like time is just kind of ticking? Well, as well, I think we live in this age where we sit down and watch Netflix. Mm. And sometimes I worry. I think, yes. like, I worry. I'm like, wow, like, how many hours are, are we all spending watching TV, mm-hmm. watching Netflix? And then I think, well, it's entertainment. It's art. It And, you know, you're, you're going on this journey, like, as long as you kind of, like, have some thoughts about it after or maybe you talk about, it with people like I think that's it I think it's important like I don't have to like make myself feel better for watching Netflix (laughs) but like sometimes I feel like I have to find a purpose for it I get that uh last night I was scrolling through Netflix and I couldn't like think of anything I wanted to watch and I just thought 
why don't I just read my book? Well, I did that too, especially when you're by yourself, mm. like was Joel asleep. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> I think I really, I, I had struggle. You never are by yourself. I'm never by myself. You know, I really struggle to watch Netflix by myself yeah. sometimes. Like I get that, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, yeah. And like some, I think as well, if it's a not great show, yes. I always feel like, which is good. Like, yeah, turn off the the mediocre yeah, show. Don't watch it. No, only watch it if you're really into yeah. it. Uh, and so I know that feeling. Mm-hmm. And the best thing is a book. So always, stretching, yes, stretching. Both are <laughs> great ideas. Even if you have Netflix on and then you stretch while watching Netflix or like half watching Netflix, that's a great idea. Uh, sometimes I'll like watch Netflix stretch and scroll on my phone. I don't think that's a good idea. I think that's a bad idea. Too many things. Too many stimulations. But this is a funny, like I wonder, do we all think this? Do we all sit at home on our couch and have these these little ideas that come through our heads is this what life is about, yeah. sitting down on the couch and watching Netflix? Because I don't think it is. And I think, you know, it feels really easy and good to be able to do that. Yeah. It's like the easy way out almost yeah. of entertainment. Because of, do you of, know what would be better spent with your time? Like doing a 30-minute meditation breathwork session. I know. You would experience so much more than when you watch Netflix. And you know what is kind of difficult? And I'm going to blame – I'm going to blame Joel. I'm going to blame him right now. Uh, <laughs> it's all Joel – everyone, it's all, it's all Joel's, Joel's fault. fault. And even you sitting on your couch at home, that is Joel's fault too. <laughs> yeah, you can blame Joel as well because sometimes it's like you want to spend time with them or your yes. loved one or your whoever you're living with. Maybe it's a roommate or someone. And this is like your time to, to hang out, to chill. So I'm going to blame him because I, <laughs> even though he would be like, please go meditate, you idiot. Like, I don't even want to hang out with you. Um, maybe he would meditate with me. Maybe I should test it out. Test it out and report I'll report back. back. So, but I blame him. <laughs> He's going to fall asleep. Yeah, I know. But I blame him. Because I kind of feel, which is my own fault, because I'm like, oh, I better hang out with Joel, like, so I won't go meditate. But it's also because you want to hang out with Joel. So it's like not actually Joel's fault. You want to do that, and same with me. Like, yeah, you do. It's it's also a really lovely, nice thing to do. So I'm not maybe I'm not paying out. I love watching Netflix. I'm watching Sabura right now, and it's really cool. It's in Italian. Mm. I'm reading. So there's no dubs. You have no. You can watch the dubs. I've watched the dubs in English. Well, I obviously I prefer the English because <laughs> reading subtitles makes you so tired. Yes. I went, I got so tired. I had to go to bed last night because it's reading. It's not watching and listening. Reading is much harder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe it's better for you. I think it is probably. Hmm. But then it's also I miss some of the visual. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm so focused on the subtitles. But I think it's a good way to learn one Italian word a day. Hmm. That's a good idea, huh? I forgot the word I learned. So. <laughs> Learn and retain. <laughs> That's the hard thing, the retention. Retain. Because, like, Damiano did, like, make a comment, when are you going to learn Italian? Like, he always just does it. Yeah. And then he'll say, oh, you don't have to because, you know, it's weird. People are weird. He's weird. <laughs> and um, I was like, oh, I could just learn one word a day and learn the most common Italian words. Mm. 
Because I always hear him having conversations and I know the words that I'm like, I wonder what that word means. Yeah, because he says it a lot. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. I, I don't want to say it because I'm going to say, say it. it. Bad. No. <laughs> no. I am the most Australian-accented Italian speaker out there. <laughs> yes, when we would be overseas and we would try and learn. We would always – we had our little book of like – what did they say? Like – common sayings yeah. of each language and we would really attempt to speak to the locals in their language because that was really fun for us and I think it's, it's also, also polite. A, a pol- yeah a um a symbol or a sign of respect like you know we love being in your town so we're going to try and speak to you in your local language I'd like try and put on the <laughs> accent and I'd be like yeah this is how you say it and we'd be like Bonjour. <laughs> Not like that. It was so funny. Okay, I exaggerated. She definitely exaggerated. But it's very fun. Okay, cool. Which I think is another little thing to experience a different way, like learning another language. Surely you would experience well, a lot from that. I think learning another language, but also like learning another culture. Mm. I feel like that's one like thing. Like eating Italian food. Exactly. I feel like dating someone from another country being being with someone like living with someone mm. from another country you learn so much and it's kind of like you're traveling but mm. not really <laughs> and you know what i think that that's quite possible to do with any person because yes. everyone has their their family or the way that they grew up, the culture that they grew oh, up yeah. in. There's so much to learn about someone's past. Like, you know, we just enter someone's life and we think, you know, we've, like, we only know everything from that day forward. And we never know everything. And so there's there so forever changing. many years to, like, learn everything. It's so true. I think uh, that's one thing with relationships you know, in this day and age where the rise of divorce mm. is up and the, you know, the idea of like a one-person relationship, you know, that forever person is kind of becoming less and less mm. of a thing. Like for me that is because I've been in four relationships. Yeah, you kind of lose that, that I'll meet my Prince Charming. Thank God I got rid of that. It's, got, it's not Isn't true. waiting for you? No. <laughs> yeah, I, haven't I found him? Yeah, I found him four times and then he turned out to be bad. A frog. <laughs> yeah, bloody frog. No. Um, but I think, I think you know, we can forever learn from the, the relationship we're in and it's also like they're changing, you're mm. changing, so it's like you grow together and keep learning from each other. Yeah, I can't remember – we have had this discussion. I don't know if it's on this podcast. I think it was off this podcast. But you never know someone fully. Ever. Ever. Because as you said, they're always changing. And I think this is a really amazing realization to have. Because if you never know, fully know someone, then there's always more to know. There's always another question to ask. There's yeah. always curiosity to be had. And me and Joel always talk about this. I always joke around like, you don't know me. Like, you don't know nothing about me. And then I always, we always like, okay, ask a question. Like, we just kind of yeah. have this, like, silly thing that we yeah. do. Ask me a question you have no idea about. Yeah. But also, and that's probably because, like, he's never thought to art, talk about this yeah. kind of stuff because, you know, you have conversations like that with me. Like, yeah. And as women, I think we just chat and chat and chat. <laughs> like, how do we still have stuff to talk about? Yeah, it's never I have no ending. idea. Uh, but, and then it's also, like, another thing with relationships, though, is, like, 
keep the mystique, keep mm. the mystery. You don't need to actually yeah, know everything. I agree. Because I feel like sometimes, especially in the early days of a relationship, you're like, I just want to know everything yeah. about you and I just, like, I just want to know it all. Yeah. But actually the fun and the magic is in the mystery yeah. and it's important to try and create that even after many years or whatever. Yeah. It's like you, you try and find ways to create that side. Yeah, so it's like... Get to it's know a paradox. Them, but you don't need to know everything. Yeah, like don't feel bad if you don't. It's like don't feel like you're disconnected if you don't know everything about yeah. them. I think that's a funny thing that some of us feel. Yeah. I know I felt that before. Yeah, me I too. didn't know that. Oh, I thought like, I should know that. Yeah, or like when someone asks you something about them and you yeah. don't know, and you just like, I have no idea about this. I've been with you for three years. I should probably know this, but you don't. Yeah, it's interesting. And then you just have to think, oh, actually, I don't need to know everything about you. And, you, yeah, you don't. You really, really mm. don't. And then you just let it go. Mm. I feel like that's something to do with some weird codependency thing. Probably. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, this was fun. I feel like this was like a random conversation and I like it. It always is. Random. Mm. And with little pockets. Yeah. Of thoughts and realizations so often we're having the realization with you by the way all the time which i think is a really special thing (laughs) well i think like what i hope it does i feel like sometimes we can go through life with uh, like a big question mark right Mm -hmm. a bit of a like a level of confusion Mm -hmm. am i doing this right Mm -hmm. And really, like, as long as you're connected to your heart, you have kind of a a good perspective on your values and your morals, Mm. like, you're doing really well. Yeah. You're doing doing good. (laughs) Yeah. And sometimes we put that pressure on ourselves. Like, I'm not, Mm. I haven't achieved enough. I'm not doing enough. Like, am I doing the right thing? Have I made the right decisions? But, like, now's the opportunity to just kind of, like, let it all go Mm. and connect to your heart, connect to your morals, your values, and take another step forward. Mm. Hmm. Have the best day. Bye-bye. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com tapiphone tap iPhone.